And fans of different brands are fans of different retailers. So that retailer knows what that fan wants. And so does our sales team. How did SpongeBob find his way onto the NFL field? Why is Lego taking the fashion world by storm? Where did all that Baby Yoda merch come from? And why are people going crazy for Captain America pajamas? We explore what makes certain consumer products stand out above the rest, thanks to a little thing called brand licensing. Welcome to season two of the Licensing Mixtape, a podcast by License Global. Hello, and welcome to the Licensing Mixtape. I'm McKenna Morgan, digital editor of License Global, and today we're joined by the BioWorld team. Guys, do you want to introduce yourself? Hi, McKenna. My name is Jennifer Staley, and I'm the Vice President of Licensing and Brand Management here at BioWorld. Hi, I am Beth Taylor. I am the Director of Licensing Acquisitions. Hello, my name is Sean Parnell, the VP of Accessories. I'm Casey Hulse, and I'm the Director of Sales on the Apparel side. Hi, I'm Chad Nuremberg. I'm the Senior Specialty Sales Manager for BioWorld Merchandising. Today, we're talking about connecting with fans at retail. There's a lot to cover, so we're just going to dive straight in. So how is BioWorld navigating fans' evolving shopping habits at retail, and how will fans want to shop at retail in the future? That's a really good question, McKenna. You know, we're seeing a better balance between um, in-store shopping and online shopping. You know, the last year, people really focused on e-com shopping since stores were closed, and we don't see that going back 100%. So online e-com shopping is becoming more important, so we're leaning into that. But there's a balance. So you know, the the brick and mortar stores, they're also leaning into it. So they're creating that balance also. It's really about servicing an omni-channel experience now. Yeah. And I would add to that, the other thing that's happening in the market to what Jennifer says is a lot of fans or consumers are also like my nephew, you know, they're buying off of Instagram, you know, and you know, when you're shopping, like once you shop like Google, they, they, they recommend stuff. So it makes you shop more. So that's the new impulse of shopping. But what it's really about is getting the right product at the right time at the right place to meet the fans expectations. You know, as an industry leader, BioWorld has invested in technology, product innovation, and consumer insights to make it easy for our retail partners and to support them in their omni-channel solutions. So the consumers, or otherwise known as the fans, right, have a best-in-class experience with their retailer of choice. Right. I still like to go shopping because I like to, to look at the product in person, but I also enjoy the fact that I can shop at home at night, sitting on my sofa. It's a nice change. It's it's all about convenience, right? Like, you know, I was putting on my lip gloss the other morning and I was like, oh my God, I'm running out. So what did I do? I just went on my phone and I ordered it. And the next day it was in my mailbox. Yeah. Consumers and, and fans are really looking for instant gratification. So in order for us to be able to deliver to that, we're looking for solutions. And that's why, you know, we're expanding our e-com efforts and we're onboarding a brand new fulfillment center you know, expansion on our end will set us up to be able to respond to this kind of econ growth in the future. So you mentioned making it easier for retailers. So what is BioWorld doing to strengthen the connection between fans and your retail partners? I think it's all about making it easy now. And, you know, Casey and I have worked together for the last 15 years. And, you know, Casey has oversight of the apparel sales force. And a lot has changed in 15 years. And we're making sure that we have the infrastructure to manage through those changes. Casey, you want to talk to us about some of the things changing at retail that we've been addressing? 
So one of the first things that we have been working on is a VMI program and it's vendor managed inventory. And for that, we take a position on merchandise to support the retailer's business. We become the planner for the retailer and send weekly orders to keep in stock levels on target for them. So we're taking part of their job off of their plate and owning it, but it also allows us you know, part of the speed to market, you know, we get all of the inventory back in stock as fast as possible. Yeah, it's really created an endless aisle. You know, the, the, there's no end to the product or the the product line, the assortment or the delivery of goods to consumers. One part of that goes to the next thing that we're working on, and that's uh, direct ship to vendors. So that expands the category offerings and capabilities. We took our time and did lots of R&D to ensure a smooth onboarding as we are aggressively pursuing this business with the addition of new warehouse facility that we've mentioned previously, and we're going to get into more detail about later. It gives the consumer lots of opportunity for new licenses, too, that they haven't been able to get in the market. You know, we can take our whole roster and put it online and offer that to them that we haven't had the capability to do before. And I think that that's, you know, it's great for our licensed partners. It's also great for retailers and it's great for fans because it's, we're supporting all of them at the same time. And the consumers are, they're consuming more content, right? So their interests are broadening. So our assortment has to broaden along with that. Um, That's one of the reasons why in the new fulfillment center, we've invested in a lot of print on demand machinery because we want to be able to give that consumer that broad range of options as well as the instant gratification. I order it today. I expect it tomorrow. And I'm not, I'm not unique in that. And part of the print on demand structure and why you want to be a part of that business is it's the speed to market again you know that's going to be a constant topic that we talk about throughout this podcast and that's what everybody wants they want to hear now and they don't want it you know 10 days from now they don't want to hear about shipping difficulties or anything else like that they want to wear it tomorrow if they yeah. bought it today that's my expectation as a consumer but you know what my expectation you know in terms of delivering to retail is to make it easy and that's the bottom line all of these things that casey talked about the vmi the drop shipping the print on demand all of these components make it easy for our retail partners so when you consider the speed and quality in which fans are asking for goods, how does BioWorld cater to new trends so quickly to support retailer and licensor launches? So over the past 20 years, you know, BioWorld has really evolved. You know, we have first emerged as just a headwear company, but the fans wanted more. So now our capabilities are everything and anything from, we like to say, head to toe, closet to kitchen. So day in and day out, our team is fully immersed. We have our finger on the pulse, and we've taken a very aggressive stance on product innovation, plus we've made a significant investment on research and development. And the result is, year over year, we consistently deliver newness to the marketplace, and we execute speed-to-market solutions for retailers. I have with me today Sean Purnell, VP of Sales. We've been working together at BioWorld for nine years. Sean's expertise is focused on leading the way in bringing new emerging categories and speed to market solutions to our retail partners. Sean, can you shed some light on your approach to the business? I can, Beth. And as has been mentioned already, consumers want this instant gratification. We live in an on-demand world, and BioWorld has streamlined its sourcing and material procurement in advance to turn a breadth of products inside of 60 days. While our teams have been able to mine consumer trend research 
and place key buys on these items um, that we we have identified as something we can get from the factory to our floor or from the manufacturer to our floor and be able to ship that out in a in a short amount of time i mean we basically take a inventory and an ownership we own what we believe in and why don't you talk a little further on how we come up with the opportunities you know, for the retailers in terms of how we identify them, how, you know, talk to me about the collaboration that we have internally to get there and how you lead that way. Yeah, I mean, we we started out during a pandemic where we identified that uh, this mask uh, opportunity was something that we needed to chase into quickly. And we gathered all of our internal teams. We were on the same calls, started out as uh, 30 minutes to an hour every day. And we made sure that we were pulling in feedback from design, from licensing, from sourcing to minimize the amount of time it takes to take an item that didn't exist before this happened and put it in the consumer's hands. And we have taken that strategy in reducing the lead time it takes us to create an item and are starting to apply it to all these other item types, whether that's in accessories, apparel, or even textiles and hard goods. Yeah, I mean, the face wear, which we've talked about in previous podcasts, I think that's a great example of showing how Bioworld works on the emerging trends. You know, there's top secret stuff that we we can't tell you today because we continue to work on it. But for every category we have, we do have a speed to market solution. So focusing on the consumer, how does an omni-channel strategy like yours support retail growth and category evolution? We're accelerating our consumer engagement on our direct-to-consumer sites, domgood.com, atsuko.com, graphmarket.com, and heroesandvillains.com. And those have been really huge growth opportunities for us, um, especially in the last year with that shift to e-com. Um, and, and we're able to deliver higher-end a higher end product line to the consumer. We can test ideas and then we can take all that data and intel to our retail partners and ensure that we're bringing them tested, tried and true product ideas. Yeah. And and in addition to that, you know, our investment to gain the consumer insight is not just with our direct-to-consumer brands, it's with our Amazon storefront. And it ties back into what Sean was just talking about is taking an inventory position on these emerging categories. So by the time we get to retail, we can assure success because the BioWorld sales team is about sell through, not just sell in. That is extremely important. So an interesting case study, John, that we should probably talk about as a great example is Animal Crossing. Yeah, you know, Animal Crossing, that game launched right at the start of the pandemic. And so, you know, a lot of consumers were home, you know, they needed to de-stress themselves. Animal Crossing was a great method to do that. In the meantime, the demand for product, even with stores being closed, really skyrocketed. And we were able to meet that demand, you know, for all the stores that were open and all the e-com sites for the stores that weren't weren't open. And I think what's really interesting that happened during that time, that retailers that we did not formally ship e-com decided that we were shipping them e-com. So we were ready for that. We had the infrastructure in place so we could help them on their retail e-commerce front and help them evolve their omni-channel approach. 
And Beth made a great point about inventory. You know, it's really important to have product in stock and ready to ship to the consumers. So we make some bets on what we believe in. We produce the goods without a PO. We 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 bring them in. We own the stock, and we have it at the ready for for the, to chase the demand for retailers. Um, that's a really big investment on our part. It's very unique to BioWorld. I I don't think a lot of other companies um, make commitments on you know, millions of units of nope. goods. We do that because we believe in it and it's worked um, It's worked time and time again for us. And we believe in it so much. Just one more point to add here that we have our new e-commerce fulfillment center. We have the capacity to inventory 30,000 unique SKUs. And we also have the capacity to, it's vertical, right? So we can at we can own a lot of goods. Right. The fulfillment center isn't just 125,000 square feet on the ground, right? You've got vertical space, mm-hmm. so we've got the racking to to double our capacity over the next year and room to grow. So what do you do differently for retailers and licensors when it comes to launching new brands in the marketplace? Well, what I would say is BioWorld is is really a team of experts, right? We have experts that work on the brands. We have experts that work on the retailers. You know, they're fans of the brands. They're fans of retailers. So they know as a consumer what they want. And each retail account and brand account, we have specific staffing, you know, that focuses on that. And together, we basically collaborate to make this magic happen. I'd like to reintroduce you to Chad Nuremberg, our specialty sales manager expert. He has worked with this retail customer base for 14 years and has a proven track record of success. Well, there's a few different things, Beth, that I think we really believe in. BioWorld as a company, we really pride ourselves on the frequent collaboration, not only with the retailers, but with our brand partners. Uh, So this collaboration allows us to do exclusive launches, you know, offer exclusive assets, not only to specific retailers, but different tiers of distribution. Uh, What that allows us to do in the long term is pull together very cohesive collections, whether based on release, you know, an anniversary of a key property, something seasonal or a holiday. So I think that's that that's key to be able to pull that all together. Outside of that, it's not that we're only working with, you know, one retailer and one brand partner. Early on, we saw that there was definitely, you know, a future in these collabs that everyone's seeing in the market right now. So, you know, we've done a couple things. An example that comes to mind first off is we did a Sanrio and My Hero Academia collab. It was really cool that we got to uh, pull it all together. I mean, we we shipped it. We believed in it. It hit the floor. And then, you know, we thought it was going to be one drop and be done. And here it is 18 to 24 months later. We're still shipping it and we're getting requests for more assets. We worked very closely with Sanrio and Funimation. The interesting thing here to Chad's point is originally when we launched this program, we anticipated have it having a shorter life cycle and sales the sales team came back to the brand team and said you know what this thing is so hot let's get some new assets right we need new assets so we can continue to grow this at the specialty account base and that feedback we were able to bring to the licensors and both Sanrio and Funimation being the great partners they are you know they really helped us to make it happen so that was pretty awesome what else is important to understand specialty business? What's really key for them? Well, the thing about the specialty business in general is, I mean, not only is it, it's skew intensive, 
mean, there's also a demand for consistent refreshing and, you know, just newness to the floor. So in order to maximize that, we do have uh, in-house illustrators who make BioWorld custom art. So this allows for freshness on legacy brands, you know, things that have been out there and has been adored by fans for years and years and years. You know, and they've seen it. They've seen it year after year. I mean, the first thing that would probably come to mind is Nightmare Before Christmas. I mean, the brand's been around and loved forever and ever and ever. You know, so it's it's what do you do to make the fans come back and want more and something they've never seen before? So in that one in particular, you I mean we do we do multiple refreshes every season. You I mean we may have three different looks that are special to three different retailers. And occasionally it could even be in the same tier. It's just really bringing custom art and a point of view that really maximizes the opportunities. Yeah, I think that is a really good call out. And that is very unique to Biowell customization and the capability of illustrating. Not many designers know how to illustrate. There's a lot of graphic designers out, but we really um, have a lot of great illustrators. We just make it easy for the retailer. I mean, we're like a one-stop shop, right? Yeah, and that's what makes it great when we do these collections and we have these exclusive illustrations that we've done in-house. I mean, we can take that and apply that across all of our, you know, different categories and item types. I think that really helps us to maximize, you know, the end cohesive statement and really tell a story that's unique to each retailer. Yeah. And I think that, you know, just one added point, we work very hard, you know, the brand team with the sales team on each account with the design team to make sure everything is unique. And that really prolongs the life of the brand. If you're out there selling the same exact thing to every single retailer, it does not prolong the life of the brand. And retailers want differentiation. That's that's really key. And, you know, fans of different brands and are fans of different retailers. So that retailer knows what that fan wants. And so does so does our sales team. And you can really customize those looks to fall in line with the trends of that specific retailer. So not only do you customize product assortments for each retailer, but you also customize the infrastructure support. Can you expand on that with an example? You know, we build a cross-functional team to support each account, and that includes People from the brand management team, people from the art team working together with the sales team to make sure that we're bringing the best from all all aspects of our company. The specialty stores are really skew intensive. So, you know, we customize what our support for those stores looks like, and that requires even more resources, right? And Chad knows this since he works closely with the specialty stores and, and very closely with Hot Topic. He knows what kind of effort goes into managing that kind of business. Yeah, it definitely takes uh, quite a bit, but, you know, it's very fulfilling at the end of the day when we see these things come together on the floor. Yeah, being able to pull a brand statement together um, in a store across all different categories is is a ton of work, certainly. But it's really gratifying when you see like a Nightmare Before Christmas collection come together at a retailer. It all coordinates and you have all sorts of categories included in it. It's it's really a big win for us. I mean, just, just when you walk in and you see that final product and you know all the hard work that went into pulling that together, to see that display or table or, or whatever you see at the end, it's it's really gratifying. Yeah, I'm the kind of person that I always feel good when I see the physical end result to all my hard work. And I think we're all of us in this room are, are a lot like that, where, you know, once you see it, you go, yeah, that's the result of a lot of hard work and a lot of collaboration and partnership. So retail's going through a big change to adapt to post 
post-pandemic consumers. So what are some of the recent solutions BioWorld has delivered to licensors and retailers? As you've heard on this call so far, we are a one-stop shop as a company. We've identified multi-supplier pallet pull-togethers as a pain point for our key retailers, such as Walmart, and we could cover all these item types. We are head-to-toe and closet-to-kitchen, and we can execute these pull-togethers with timely accuracy and include AR-driven consumer experiences that push the brand story and content, and ultimately, we're manufacturing space on retailer floors in a creative way. And how is BioWorld delivering customized merchandise collections to over a thousand retailers? It takes a hundred in-house um, salespeople to do it for sure. Um, it also takes the investment in inventory, which we mentioned before. You know, we've got over ten thousand SKUs in inventory just to support um, just to support the retailers, and that doesn't even count the SKUs um, that are committed already by retailers. You know, and, and then we've got the capacity to ship 20 million orders a, a year and, and that's that's pretty significant and you know that capacity is increasing as we onboard the new fulfillment center and then we'll be able to carry more than 50,000 unique styles in stock for those accounts. Yeah, and I I would say, you know, the other underlying thing is passion dedication and commitment to fans. I mean, really, that's what we're about. You know, at BioWorld, the other thing that's really important, we take calculated risks, right? Everything we talked to you about today, between the investments in technology, product innovation, and consumer insights, those are all risks that we're not afraid of. And at BioWorld, we do not fear failure. Fail right? fast is what we're told to do. Absolutely. Fail fast, move on, conquer yeah. the next goal. I mean, you need to do that in order to succeed. And I think the bottom line is that we're a very results-driven company. We can do whatever the brand partner wants, whatever the retail partner is, and we get the placement. And year over year, we deliver growth to brands. I mean, Chad spoke to it a bit where he said, you know, we use an illustrator to take these legacy brands and keep them moving, you know, and growing in places they don't know. I talked to a brand owner the other day. They're like, I can't believe it. We have no content out. How are you guys doing it? I'm like, we're innovating. The fan wants it. So we're going wherever the fan wants to go. And not only do we have that intel from our direct-to-consumer sites, from Amazon, from our inventory investments, everyone in this office at BioWorld, they're fans. We have a lot of fans living the lifestyle. So those fans are very engaged on a day in and day out basis. I mean, the people working on the Hot Topic account, shop Hot Topic. So they're working with the buyers to developing things they want. The people working on the Walmart account knows what's going to sell at Walmart, you know? And that's a real important thing, don't you think, Jen? Absolutely. You know, we had a great experience recently. Um, the Dumb Good creative team came to me and they said, we want to launch a, a Blue's Clues collection on Dumb Good. And I thought, okay, <laughs> okay, I'm not going to ask any questions. We'll, we'll go there with you. And um, we've, we launched it. It was extremely successful. And we just did a refresh launch, which is even more successful. So now we're taking that to, to the retailers and saying, hey, you know, there's this nostalgic consumer that remembers Steve and his right. big chair and the Blue's Clues dog. And they want they want to re-engage with that legacy brand and with the nostalgia, you know, from when they were young. And um, it's it's been a tremendous um, success. I mean, that's another great example of how we invest in consumer insight. We have a team 
working and their fan is telling them we want Blue's Clues. We say, okay, we acquire the license. You know, we don't even think twice about it. And now we're working on getting into retail. No one else has this business model except Fireworld. You know, our sales force is very connected with the retail partners. This is why we are the number one leading licensee in the marketplace. And, you know, it's all about results. And, you know, we work closely together. We trust each other. We're um, we're a really close-knit team, and we get the results based on that. And I think that that is a fantastic note to end on. Um, thanks so much for talking with me today, guys. Thank you so much. Thank you, McKenna. We really appreciate you. Of course. Um, and thank you all for listening to the Licensing Mixtape. Be sure to follow License Global on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and LinkedIn. And if you want to hear more, find our previous episodes on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, or Spotify. We'll see you next time. As always, the License Global team wants to hear from you. Get in touch with us at news at licenseglobal.com or find us on Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, or Facebook to leave your thoughts or just to stay in the loop with the latest news. If you've enjoyed today's episode, be sure to follow us on whichever platform you found us on and we'll be hard at work bringing you more episodes of the licensing mixtape. Until then, we'll catch you next time.